Welcome back to the Back Row Philadelphia Eagles Show, everybody. I'm your host, Michael Bauer. Thanks again for tuning in. It has been a very hectic free agency period so far. I don't think I've seen a legal tampering period as crazy as it was um, from Monday. And then it's odd. When the free agency period itself started, things kind of died down a little bit. So with everything that's going on in this great country and around the world, you know, obviously we want to send our, our prayers and thoughts to everybody that's suffering. Um to the people that are quarantined with their family, hats off to you. I wish that was me. I'm in an essential service, according to the government. I am in an auto repair facility. We do also work on um, ambulances and first responder vehicles. So I'm a little bit luckier than other people as I'm going to be getting full pay the whole time. Um, but to the people that aren't, hopefully you can be you know, doing something productive, spending time with your family, and hopefully financially you don't suffer too much. But um, I'll tell you who is suffering right now, us Eagles fans, seeing all these splashy moves going on around the NFL, and we're just sitting back twiddling our thumbs. That tells me how he has to have a plan. I mean, he has to, right? There's no way that he's going to just not do anything. I mean, some of his signings are, have been solid, I guess we could say. Um, these are guys that could pan out. These are guys that could do absolutely nothing. Let's just get right down to it then. Let's talk about guys that you know are free agents and see what we did with them. We're going to be talking about this ad nauseum later. Malcolm Jenkins, he's with the Saints. That one hurt. That one hurt a lot. Uh, just emotionally, I love Malcolm Jenkins. He was the Brian Dawkins replacement that we needed. Um, so he's gone. Rodney McLeod is resigned. Um, I'll get into contract specifics with all these guys later. Ronald Darby, still available. I'm surprised they haven't tendered him anything, to be honest with you. Nate Sudfeld, resigned. Nelson Aguilar is a Raider. Vinny Curry is still available. Josh McCown, not gone, not forgotten. I think he's going to become an offensive assistant. I keep saying that. I should probably look it up at some point. Timmy Jernigan, available. I think he's been replaced, though. We're going to get there. Richard Rodgers, available. I would still like them to draft. Bryson Hopkins, Jordan Howard is a Dolphin. Big V, another one that hurts me to the core. He's uh, now a Detroit Lion. We'll just get his contract out there. Five years, $50 million. Big V, hats off to you. Good luck in Detroit. He was really a guy that, that pulled things through there um, when Jason Peters got hurt in the Super Bowl run. So say what you want about Big V. For all his shortcomings, he really helped this team win a Super Bowl championship. So Big V, good luck in your next uh, destination there. Kuma Grugier Hill is a Miami Dolphin. Jalen Mills has been re-signed and relocated. We're going to get there. Craig James is still available. And as we know, Cam Johnson was tendered on March 11th. So um, he's going to be back next year too. Let's just um, let's start here. We're going to go over the guys that I wanted them to get. Okay. Um, start with running backs. They're almost all available except for Rod Smith. Chris Thompson, Carlos Hyde, Peyton Barber, Amir Abdullah, and Lamar Miller. All still on the street. As far as wide receivers go, everyone is available except for Tim Patrick. He resigned a BS minimum deal. So Taylor Gabriel, Brashad Perryman, Geronimo Allison, Philip Dorsett, Rashad Higgins, all available as of, uh, what time is it? 3.15 p.m. on Sunday, March 22nd. That's when I am recording this. So these guys are still available. As you know, I didn't talk about tight end much. I'd like to see them draft somebody or bring Richard Rodgers back. Offensive line-wise, uh, the Rams re-signed Andrew Whitworth. I believe it's a three-year deal, which is kind of crazy when you consider he's 38. Um, Donald Penn's still available. Dennis Kelly re-signed with the Titans, and Stefan Wisniewski, he signed with the Steelers. So, hey, Steelers fans, good for you guys. You're getting a very versatile lineman. Uh, defensive line-wise, Bo Allen did sign with the New England Patriots. Yannick and Jaku, I still don't know how to say his name. He's still available. Um, 
I would still love to see the Eagles add him, obviously. Linebackers is where it hurts. Uh, Deron Lee, still available, so there's still a shot there. Joe Schobert went to Jacksonville. <clears throat> Blake Martinez is a giant. He's a tackle machine, so we got to see that guy twice a year. That's going to stink. Corey Littleton is a Raider. Nick Wachowski is a Raider. The Raiders really doing a lot of work out there. Um, speaking of the Raiders, Tier Whitehead is still available. Um, Nick Vigil, still available. Devondre Campbell went to the Cardinals. Dante Fowler went to the Falcons. Alec Ogletree is still available. Defensive back-wise, I know everybody went to Byron Jones. Miami threw him a ton of money. We'll get into those specifics later. Vernon Hargraves has been resigned by the Texans. Carl Joseph is now a Cleveland Brown. And Chris Harris goes from Denver, stays in the division. He is now a San Diego Charger. I don't care that they play in Los Angeles. They're still going to be San Diego to me, just like the Rams should still be the St. Louis Rams. Like, what did St. Louis ever do to the Rams that, you know, they had to, the Rams had to do them dirty like that? Yeah, I feel bad for Browns fans, too. Just overnight, one year, they just up and moved to Baltimore. Well, I guess if you think about it, the Colts did that from Baltimore to Indianapolis as well. But could you imagine um, if the Eagles left Philadelphia? Would you still watch football? Who would you cheer for? I don't know what i do. I think I would watch football because I still play fantasy football. This podcast probably wouldn't exist because I, I think I'd kind of feel like I've been slapped in the face. But I wouldn't be as into it as I would before. So I, I really can't imagine people that, you know, just their team ups and moves. Now, I, I remember talking to some Ram fans. They live around me in Pennsylvania here. And I asked them when they moved, you know, how do you feel about it? They don't care because they're not close to it. But we're most of the people that are Eagles fans, of course there's Eagles fans everywhere, we're close to it. So I don't know. I, I don't know what I would do if they ever left. I don't think that's going to happen. Um, <laughs> you want to talk about riots. Can you imagine if the Eagles moved? That would be something. Forgive me if you hear some clinking. Free agency's gotten me so down. I needed some scotch on the rocks to get through it. You know, let's do a round league first, and then I'll end the note. On um, on the Eagles free agency here. I'll run through it real quick. There's only going to be a few things that I'll touch on. But, you know, we care about the Eagles on this podcast. You want to listen to these other guys. The Background Network. we got a lot of great podcasts already. And more coming. We're hoping to get all 32 teams. Um, they did just add the Cowboys. Give them a listen. I know it's the Cowboys. But I'll tell you what. These guys, first time podcasters, nailed it. They're both great guys too. I know it's hard to say that about Cowboys fans, but just bear with me. So around the league, Tennessee Titans have made Ryan Tannehill their quarterback of now. Four-year, $100 million contract. The Vikings extended Kirk Cousins two years, $66 million. So the reason they did that, it lowers his base salary to $10 million this year from $29.5 million. And at least $61, of that, $61 million of that was instantaneous. So he signed it. He got that $61 mil right away. Um, good for you, Kirk Cousins. The Bengals have franchise tagged A.J. Green. The Titans have franchise tagged Derrick Henry. Uh, speaking of the Cowboys from before, they placed the exclusive rights franchise tag on Rain Dakota Prescott. So what I'm understanding is um, nobody except the Cowboys can even negotiate with Prescott until I believe it's July 15th. So you got to sign, right, whatever they throw at you, because if it's July 15th or after, we're talking you're already in training camp pretty much. Free agency is done. The draft is done. So everything is going to be set. You're not going to go to a new team and try to learn a new system in a month, six weeks. Um, Amari Cooper has been given a five-year, $100 million contract. Wow. 
Wow. They re-signed Blake Jarwin, three years, $24.25 million. Sean Lee's back on a one-year, $4.5 million deal. They did sign Gerald, Gerald McCoy, former Buccaneer, former Panther, three years, $18.3 million. Why 18.3? No, why not 18 and a half? Seriously. And HaHa ha Clinton Dix, one year, $4 million. Now, I would have loved to see the Eagles get HaHa ha Clinton Dix. For whatever reason, every team he's been on has always cast him aside. But you want to talk about a solid defensive back. It's this guy. So... Not really excited that we have to play against him twice a year, but it is what it is. The Atlanta Falcons have released Devonta Freeman and acquired tight end Hayden Hurst and a 2024th from the Baltimore Ravens for a 2022nd fifth round pick. Speaking of the Atlanta Falcons and tight ends, Austin Hooper left that team. He is now a Cleveland Brown, four-year, $44 million. That is $23 million guaranteed. He is now the highest paid tight end in league history. Wow, good for you, Austin Hooper. Speaking of the Browns, they have signed backup quarterback Case Keenum, three years, $18 million. It makes a lot of sense. I know people, they saw this, why so much money for a backup quarterback when the Vikings almost went to the Super Bowl? Keyword, almost. I think you remember what happened there, 38-7. to Thank you, Big Dick Nick. Uh, Case Keenum was the quarterback, Stefanski. You know what? Wasn't Stefanski with the Eagles in 17 still? Because I had heard that he was with Case Keenum. I'm pretty sure he was with the Eagles. So, so scratch that. But it doesn't matter. Um, Case Keenum is a veteran guy. He probably knows the system already. He can definitely pick it up quick. If not, he could help a guy like Baker Mayfield. It'll be fine. We talked about Big V before. Um, Hunter Henry has been given the franchise tag by the San Diego Chargers. The Colts traded the 13th, traded, yes, the 13th overall pick to the San Francisco 49ers for defensive tackle DeForest Buckner. Jimmy Graham signs a two-year, $16 million deal with Chicago. Why? Why? He's about done. Just let the, let the guy retire. Maybe Trey Burton is that bad. Remember when we all thought that Harry Roseman was an idiot for letting Trey Burton go? Maybe he wasn't. Maybe he, you know what I mean? He, he did have some time and chances to start in the Super Bowl year. I think Ertz missed a game or two. And I remember uh, Trey Burton being extremely underwhelming. So kind of a sign of things to come. How he knew it, they let him walk. Um, the Dolphins signed Byron Jones. This is his deal. Five years, $82.5 million with $57 million guaranteed. Wow. The Cardinals placed the transition tag on Kenyon Drake. And you know what else they did? They traded for DeAndre Hopkins and a 2024th, excuse me, for broken down David Johnson, a 2022nd and a 2021 fourth. They will take on Johnson's entire contract. Then they signed Randall Cobb to a three-year, $27 million deal. I try not to curse too much, but what the fuck is Bill O'Brien doing? How does he still have a job? Texans fans everywhere must be outraged, all three of them. Why? Now, there have been some talks coming out that um, Bill O'Brien likened DeAndre Hopkins to Aaron Hernandez, which has got to be BS. And he didn't want his baby mamas around here any, anymore, something like that. DeAndre Hopkins seems like a stand-up guy to me. I don't really recall him ever getting in any trouble on or off the field. I mean, obviously, you're going to get in the squabbles and skirmishes with people that you're playing against. You're probably going to get ticked off at a teammate here and there. That's what it's like when you have a brother. That's what it's like when you're teammates with somebody. But this is just ridiculous. Deshaun Watson is a free agent after 2021. At this point, he's got to want to leave. You're taking one of the greatest wide receivers in the game and replacing him with Randall Cobb? So your wide receiving core is Kenny Stills, Randall Cobb, Kiki Kuti, 
and Will Fuller, guys that are either over the hill or just suck or always hurt? And your answer is David Johnson at running back? How, how is this acceptable if you're the Houston Texans? How? A lot of people are also saying that there was some sort of power struggle going on. <laughs> you, really, you really won that one, Bill. You won the power struggle. You just set the franchise back years. I understand there's a lot of talent in this draft, but there's not DeAndre Hopkins day one talent, and that's just how it is. This was a stupid move by the Houston Texans. Now, I think there was some some things being said that we had a shot to get DeAndre Hopkins. I could almost guarantee that they wanted Miles Sanders because they wanted a running back. If that's the case, give him Miles Sanders. I love Miles Sanders. I'm a Penn State fan. I've been a Miles Sanders fan for a long time. But if you have a chance to get DeAndre Hopkins, you give them Miles Sanders. I believe this happened before Jordan Howard was signed by Miami. Resigned Jordan Howard. Give him the same deal. Jordan Howard, Boston Scott, is it the best? No. Can it get you through? Absolutely. Draft a running back then in the draft. This class is loaded with them. You could find a Miles Sanders replacement in this draft. You could probably get him in the third or fourth round. You could get by with Jordan Howard and Boston Scott. But you have to make these moves, Howie. you got to make these moves. And that's why I wonder about you sometimes. For all the good things that you've done, all the great cap things that you've done and some of the scouting you've done for this team, there are times where I scratch my head and go, what are you doing? You, you trade for a guy like Golden Tate a couple years back, which didn't work out. He's a giant now. But you don't trade for DeAndre Hopkins. We have a right to be mad here. We really do. There's guys still out there. Robbie Anderson is still out there. Brashad Perryman. I know that these guys can't come in for visits right now, but have we heard of any Skype visits? I'm assuming that's how things are getting done. What are you doing, Howie? We're going to get to what he has done. Some of it's good, some of it's not. I need another drink. I'm sorry. It's just ridiculous. I'm getting all sorts of upset now. Also, this whole quarantine thing. While I'm not quarantined, I'm at home more than obviously. I've discovered that I like scotch and whiskey a lot more than I thought I did. So probably should have stocked up a little more. But I got to tell you, that last week was the first time I've ever in my life waited in line to go into the liquor store. It was, it was just insane. So aside from that, one of the other bigger ones, uh, Tom Brady, greatest quarterback of all time, is now the biggest trader of all time. Two years, $50 million guaranteed with incentives of $4.5 million per year. So it's going to bring it up close to $60 million if he achieves everything. That's full contract value. Um, he does have a no tag, no franchise tag, and no trade clauses. So all those years that Tom Brady took the hometown discount or restructured his deal so that the Patriots could get more talent, he was due to get paid, and he got paid. And I don't blame him. He's 42. He's only going to be in the NFL, we're thinking, for another two years. But don't feel bad for the Patriots fans either. They got 20 years of Tom Brady. They got six Super Bowl rings to show for it. Don't feel bad. And I'm sure Bill Belichick is scheming something somewhere. All of a sudden, you're going to see Andrew Luck as a Patriot, or Josh Rosen's going to be the next Tom Brady, winning six Super Bowls, greatest of all time. It's going to be same old, same old. I heard there was a rift in that marriage. Frankly, I don't care. I'm glad that that marriage doesn't exist anymore. I really don't give a shit. I want to see the Patriots fall flat on their face. That's what I really, really want. And I'm sure everybody in the AFC, period, but especially the AFC East wants to see that as well. You smug, arrogant prick. Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. I'm so tired of that marriage. I'm moving on. I'm moving on. Maybe we'll actually like Tom Brady now. 
he seems like he's almost somewhat human with some of the things he's been putting on Instagram and whatnot. So we shall see. Speaking of quarterbacks getting overpaid, Drew Brees has signed a two-year, $50 million contract extension with the New Orleans Saints. And the Saints have also placed a first-round tender on Taysom Hill for some freaking reason. I don't know why. The Colts have signed quarterback Phillip Rivers for one year, $25 million. A lot of money for a guy that can't get the ball down the field anymore. Although the Indianapolis Colts do have a significantly better line than the San Diego Chargers. I know it's in Los Angeles. I'm calling them the San Diego Chargers. Just like the Raiders belong in Oakland. Thank you very much. Uh, the Panthers have signed quarterback Teddy Bridgewater for three years, $63 million. They said that them and Cam wanted to work out a trade for somebody else. Cam said, I didn't agree to that. So I guess he's getting traded or released. Probably released. I think he has a pretty decent cap hit if they cut him. The Bengals have signed defensive tackle DJ Raider. Four years, $53 million. Dolphins, Jordan Howard, two years, $10 million. Can't tell me we couldn't have afforded that deal if we had to ship out Sanders to get DeAndre Hopkins. Just saying. Baby Miles or not. I would take D-Hop in a heartbeat. I love you, Miles. You're, you know, I'm a Penn State fan, but there's only one DeAndre Hopkins. The Titans have signed edge rusher Vic Beasley for one year, $9.5 million. Denver has, well, they were they are going to release Joe Flacco, also known as Razor Ramon, with a failed physical designation. I believe he hurt his back last year. I'm not 100% sure. They have also signed running back Melvin Gordon, two years, $16 million. So good for you, Denver. They're really looking good out there right now. The Falcons have signed linebacker Dante Fowler, three years, $4.8 million. I'm sorry, $48 million. Um, here's another trade that should be pissing Eagles fans off. Tell me why we couldn't do this one. The Buffalo Bills have acquired Stephon Diggs and a seventh-round pick for three 2020 draft picks and a 2021 pick, which I later learned was uh, 2021 first, fifth, and sixth-round picks and a 2021 fourth-round pick. Um, the Jacksonville Jaguars have traded former Eagles quarterback Nick Foles for a conditional fourth-round pick. The Bears will then restructure his contract so... Bye-bye, Mitch. Welcome to the XFL, I guess. I don't know what's going to happen there. Maybe Trubisky gets to go somewhere else. Who knows? Uh, the Saints have signed Emmanuel Sanders. Two years, $16 million. He really fits well in that offense, I think. He's going to be able to offset uh, Michael Thomas pretty well, I believe. Uh, we already talked about the Broncos signing Melvin Gordon. And the Oakland Raiders, which is where they belong, have also signed quarterback Marcus Mariota. So maybe Marcus Mariota could be this year's Ryan Tannehill. Hard to think, isn't it? He could be just like the guy that took his job. It's crazy. So let's take a minute and let's talk about what have the Eagles done? What have they done for us lately? The tampering period came started with a flurry i mean if you get alerts from sleeper bleacher report espn whoever i don't know who you get your alerts from frankly i don't care as long as you download this podcast that's what i care about it was going crazy all this stuff around the league and if i miss some of this free agency stuff i kind of wanted to touch on the bigger stuff i don't need to um, go through everything here you know every backup lineman that signed their contract or is now in the practice squad you don't need to know that so I don't see anything, don't see anything. And the first one was Javon Hargrave, who is a defensive tackle. He's a former Pittsburgh Steeler. So I watched some film with this guy. He's a, he's a damn good player. And this is why I said I think Timmy Jernigan's getting replaced. So um, Hargrave's a little bit younger. He's 6'2", 305 pounds. He's played in 63 games, has started 52 of them. He has 168 total tackles, 106 of which are solo. 
14 and a half sacks, 22 tackles for a loss, two forced fumbles. And this has definitely got to be the end of Timmy Jernigan, right? I mean, Jernigan was cut, then he came back, he was injured, blah, 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 this and that. Their defensive line's pretty nasty right now. They got a great tackle rotation. They did resign Hassan Ridgeway too. That's kind of a minimal one-year blah blah deal. Um, so they got good depth. Fletcher Cox, Malik Jackson. I don't know who's going to be the starter opposite Cox. Really doesn't matter because they rotate their tackles pretty damn well. Um, they got Brandon Graham, Derek Barnett. You know they they got. Uh, I'd love to see Sharif Miller and Josh Sweat get on the field a little bit more. These guys have developed now. They should be able to get on the field. So their defensive line is nasty. What are they doing about linebacker, though? They still need linebackers to play. So they did sign Jatavis Brown, who is a former Charger. He was kind of like Camus Grugier-Hill. He's kind of an ace special teamer. He did start some games. He had 23 career starts in 56 games. Um, he's 5'11", 221 pounds. He's pretty athletic, pretty versatile. Um, in his career, 265 tackles, 187 of which are solo. Four and a half sacks, never had a pick, 14 tackles for a loss, three forced fumbles. He needs to be given an opportunity to play, unlike LJ Fort, who is a former Steeler, then Eagle, now a Raven. And he got a nice contract from the Ravens. Now, last I checked, the Baltimore Ravens are pretty decent at scouting defensive talent. Their defense is usually pretty good, and it has to be. That's a division that generally has some very good running backs in it. Why was he never given a chance? He was even released for Orlando Skandrick, the guy that did nothing but bash the team after he left. So you didn't like the Eagles. You didn't have to sign the contract either. Nobody was knocking your door down, really. I would have preferred at that point, keep LJ Fort and just sign a guy off the practice squad. I mean, he was a monster when he got a chance to play for Baltimore, and now Harry Roseman looks like a freaking idiot. But at the same point in time, if the guys that he picks can't stay healthy, that's not his fault. People get hurt. Jalen Mills was not ready to start the season, so they had to keep making moves to get people in there to play. Dari banged up, Sidney Jones was being Sidney Jones, everybody was hurt. It just sucks that we missed out on LJ Fort, so hopefully Jatavis Brown has a good opportunity here and can make something with it. Rodney McLeod has also been re-signed to a two-year $12 million contract. I like the move. I like Rodney McLeod. I've liked him since the day he got here. I thought it was a smart, solid signing. Nothing flashy, but he's not a flashy guy. He's just a guy that gives you solid safety play. He's not a liability. He just does everything well. He's not an elite top-tier talent, but sometimes that's not what you need. You just need a guy that's going to show up and just be what he is and play solid, fundamentally sound football. Nate Sudfeld, one-year, $2 million contract. 500000 guaranteed with incentives. It could be upwards of $3 million. Let's hope he doesn't reach that because we want Carson Wentz to stay on the field. Carson Wentz is the better quarterback. Nate Sudfeld knows the system. I still expect them to do something. There's still some free agents out there. No one that was on my list, but someone. You know, Jameis Winston is still out there. Oddly, they're not going to sign Jameis Winston because then you have an automatic quarterback controversy. Same thing with Cam Newton. The last thing this team needs is any controversy. They need wins. That is it. Now, also on Twitter, Joe Banner kept saying, a trade is coming. I can feel it, blah, blah, blah. Joe Banner can go fuck himself. The last time I checked, Joe Banner was the guy that said to Brian Dawkins, if you get on that plane, don't ever come back. So you know what, Joe Banner? The only thing I ever want to hear out of your mouth again is, I'm retiring from ever talking again. 
you let one of the best safeties in, in the history of the NFL and the Philadelphia Eagles leave, you have no credibility whatsoever. You got fired by the Cleveland Browns. You are a pathetic human being and a waste of space. Disable your Twitter. Nobody gives a shit about what you say, especially when you're talking about the Philadelphia Eagles. I have more credibility as an Eagles fan than you do as someone who actually worked for the team. I don't like you. No one likes you. Just do us all a favor. Disassociate yourself from Philadelphia and everything related to it and just go away. You and Chip Kelly can get a bungalow somewhere and talk about how you tried to single-handedly, well, dual-handedly, because there's two of you, ruin this franchise. Okay? Go away. Nobody cares about you, Joe Banner. Let's talk about some more defensive backs. This is one of the stupidest things I've ever heard. Maybe Howard Roseman's going to be the next Joe Banner. He declined Malcolm Jenkins' extension. So Malcolm Jenkins signed with the New England, I'm sorry, the New Orleans Saints. Four years, $32 million, 16.25 guaranteed. You're telling me you couldn't have done something for Malcolm Jenkins, the undisputed leader of the, the defensive secondary, the defense, the team as a whole? A guy who's done not only great things for this team, but for the city of Philadelphia? I understand that people come here and they fall in love with the city. Malcolm Jenkins did. Connor Barwin did. If you've never been to Philadelphia, I know people call it Philadelphia. It's actually a really nice place. Is there crime? Yes. Is it dirty? Yes, at times. It's also a major city. Don't tell me that you hate Philadelphia because it's a shithole, but you love New York City. You know what that makes you? It makes you a fucking hypocrite. Philadelphia is one of the greatest cities on the planet. I'll tell you why. If you're an American, the Constitution was written there. The Declaration of Independence was written there. Rocky was filmed there. There's even a statue to him in the, at the art museum. You should go see it. It's actually pretty cool. There's great things in Philadelphia. And I'll tell you what, unfortunately, is no longer great in Philadelphia. Malcolm Jenkins. Howie, you blew it. I'm sorry, but you did. They did re-sign Jalen Mills to a one-year, $5 million contract with intention to move him to safety. Now, Jalen Mills might be better suited as a, as a safety than a cornerback. You know he gets hurt on the double move. It happens. Everybody has their deficiencies in their game. What Jalen Mills does have is swagger. And he's a pretty good hitter. Now, what Jalen Mills needs to realize is he's not Malcolm Jenkins. He does not want to try to be Malcolm Jenkins. Jalen Mills needs to be Jalen Mills. That's all that he has to do. He needs to come in there, play his game, or he's going to lose his job to, let me find him here, Will Parks, Philadelphia native, who has been signed by the Eagles. He's six foot one, 194 pounds, and he turned down more money elsewhere to play for his hometown team. So that tells me right there that this guy's got fire. He wants to be back home. Jalen Mills obviously wants to show out well for the team that drafted him in the seventh round out of LSU, but Will Parks, in my opinion, he's got the leg up right now. He's not hated like Jalen Mills is. You know, a lot of people hate this guy. I don't know why. I've always liked Jalen Mills. I hate it when he's making a tackle 15 yards down the field or someone else is doing it and he's wagging his finger. How about you put the finger away and intercept the ball? Okay? So in 62 games, Will Parks has only started 15. He has 149 tackles, 104 of which are solo, four interceptions, 13 passes defensed, four tackles for a loss, and one sack. So it's nothing super great, but... I think he could end up being a solid player. Either way, if the move to safety doesn't work for Jalen Mills and Will Parks works out, you extend him and you cut Jalen Mills. If Will Parks doesn't work out and Mills does, you extend him. If neither of them worked out, I'm sure you're going to draft a safety in the draft anyway.
That's what I'm thinking. I mean, they, they have to do something here. I really don't like what they did in free agency. I mean, it's Sunday the 22nd, like I said, and I got one page of notes here on what they did. I was really hoping that I'd be saying Joe Schobert's an eagle. Deron Lee's still out there. I mean, this free agency period with the coronavirus going around has been really, really, really weird. So we'll see what happens. Um, I hope everybody stays safe. So far, shorter episode this week. I'm, I'm just going to let it run for another minute or two. Try to get it to a nice half hour. Sorry for all the cursing. I'm just fired up. I can't help it. You know, I'm passionate about the Eagles. I want to see another Lombardi trophy in the trophy case. I really do. And like I said last time or the time before, if you want to jump, now's the time. Dallas has made drastic improvements. The Giants have made improvements. They're going to be much improved. The Washington Redskins are, you know, they got a new coach coming in, so things might be in a little bit of turmoil. But if they don't do something big in the draft or in the second tier of free agency here, their window could get smaller and smaller. And that's that's just the truth. But just be be optimistic for right now, Eagles fans. It's only March. The season hasn't technically started yet, so there's no reason to get pissed off too much right now. So just try to, you know, hang in there and keep your eyes on things. Try not to get too mad when we don't get this guy or that guy. Let me get mad and then yell into the microphone about it. But, um, hey, if you want to hang out with me on Twitter, you can find me on Twitter at the TheMBowerRate5. You could also follow the show at BackRow underscore Birds. Definitely check out the BackRow podcast channel here. Um, so far, I can actually bring it up here if you like. Um, we have... Let me know. Sorry. We have uh, the Brown Show, which is done by Matt Bruning. They have the Eagles Show. I'm sorry, guys. I do not know your names off the top of my head. Uh, <laughs> you're going to have to forgive me. Some of these guys are still new to me, so I know some more than the others. Obviously, I'm doing the Eagles Show. Um, Dan Rozier, who is one of my favorite people on the planet, believe it or not. This guy's awesome. He's doing the Giants Show. Uh, they have a Jets Show. They have a Packers Show. And Neil Crabtree is doing the Patriots Show, too. So, um so far, we uh, also Jeremy Barker doing the Dolphin show. I believe the Cardinals and Texans are coming soon, so that's going to bring it uh, to 10 total podcasts. So a third of the league is going to be covered very, very shortly. If you are a team that I did not talk about um, and you were interested in doing a podcast, you can contact me or you can contact Jeremy Barker bark at backrowfantasyshow.com he could tell you you know what you got to do how you got to get set up um, what you'll need equipment wise doing a podcast is pretty easy i'm pretty stupid and i'm doing it right now um i am using a new microphone today so i hope it sounds good for everybody so um yeah that's going to be it for me we're at about a half hour in i'm going to head out i'm going to go scour espn and see if anything's been done about anything man isn't isn't the, the world weird without sports? Like, I almost feel like if I go outside, I'm going to get in trouble. You know, driving to work, my 40-minute commute took me 15 minutes the other day. There's no traffic. I didn't have to stop at any stoplights. I might have run one, but I didn't feel like sitting there. So, <laughs> All right, everybody. I'm going to be back next Sunday. I don't know what I'm talking about yet. We'll, we'll figure something out. But I'll see you next week. Uh, during the season, I'm probably going to be do it, doing it during the week. If there's a big move that I need to talk about right away, I'll just hop on and I'll, I'll rap about it for a couple minutes. So, hey, everyone, thanks again for listening. I'll see you next time.